With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tonight's episode of From the Streets to the Pulpit. I am your host, the number one, Mr. Quick, and soon we'll be joined by our panel. Tonight we're going to talk about is gender roles a thing of the past? 
I've been hearing as of late that gender roles are outdated. Whatever a man can do, a woman can do. Nothing is gender specific anymore. And I'd argue that if that was the case, then men underwear wouldn't have access panels in the front. Someone please help me out with this. Let's get right into it. Good evening. Good evening. So let's get right into it. Is gender specific roles a thing of the past? Oh no, I heard your topic. So I'm 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 sitting and I'm thinking, um, like wow, I I never really thought about it that way. For me, no. Boy is a boy, well, a male is a male, a female is a female. Um, any way you slice it, for me. Okay. I agree with you. I mean, um. You have gender-specific words. Uh, prince for female is princess. Things like of that nature. Uh, God, goddess. So you can't say that um, it doesn't make a difference. Uh, one will say, "Well, uh, she's still a god. She's a goddess." Um, so I'm, I mean, the confusion come in when, when you try to uh, omit certain words to make it fit. I guess you, if you will. True. Um, I guess let me just ask a question. Like, where? Where did the thought or the notion come about that, that well, uh, where do you think it came about that, that gender-specific roles are becoming um, less prevalent or, or becoming non-existent? You know, like... Well, for me, you, you hear uh, conversations that people will have, and right now it's like a, a big feminist movement moving coming along and you know uh I, I don't I don't want to say women's rights because that's not what I'm saying but it's one of those things where um if a man can do it I can do it you know what I mean and I and I don't get that I I mean I I understand some of that thought, but the, the I think it, the fact is is that um, just because I think I can do some of the things you may be able to do, okay, like you you may cut grass, I may be able to cut grass, but that don't mean that that's what I'm going to do. Um, you may be able to drive a truck. I can drive a truck. You know what I'm saying? So I guess when we're looking at it that way, like what specifically does 
you know, like what specific things do I need to do that you do? Well, my question would be, I, I understand what you're saying. Well, my question would be, if that if, if that's the case, and is that cut and dry, then why do they still have um, gender-specific words or terms? Like goddess and gods and prince and princess and all this kind of stuff. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm with you on that. Like, I, I don't, I don't know. I guess for me, I don't, I don't see a need in, in that. You know what well, I mean? Like, I don't see. Neither do I. For the record. You know, for for me, I I just don't see a need in having to compete with my male counterpart, so to speak. Okay. Well, I agree. I mean, does that is that is that a, a insecurity that it could be? Is it? Um, like, where could this, this stem from? Where could these ideas come from? Because while all of a sudden, you know, we got to be competing, as you as you said. You know what I mean? Yeah, and see, for me, like, that's, that's the thing. Like, I don't have to compete. I'm not going to compete. Oh, and that's very fair. Oh, that's very fair. But it's, I'm just... It's just just confusing to me. That's all. Um. So maybe it's confusing to you because you <laughs> you're a man and you identify as such, you know. So maybe for for those who are. Um, born female or born male and they identify as something else. You know, again, I think that that we get into the argument of whether or not um, we believe, one, that not that it's right, but do we we believe that in the ability or, or that someone should be able to do that? And then two, um with that being said, if if I am a I'm a female, right, and they say I, I wanna identify as, as a man, like exactly what does that mean? So I think for me I would have to spell out what exactly I want to identify with as a male. Like do I wanna identify with the um I don't know, with with men's clothing, with, you know, the type of clothing that they wear. Do I want to identify with, you know, uh, having male genitalia? Do I want to identify with, you know, um, a beard? You you see what I'm saying? So if if I'm mm-hmm. going to say, like, well, I want to identify as male, I think I need to be specific about what it is about men that I actually want to um, identify with. 
identify with, right? Because you can be a boy or girl or male or female, and um, if it's it's about a sexual preference, then you can still have your sexual preference. Like, truth be told, nobody cares who you want to have sex with. You know, but when you look at saying, you know, well, I want a penis. Okay, but it's not what God gave you. You know what I mean? Right. Like, what? Like, why would I want a penis? Like, I don't, you know, I don't know what kind of issues, if any, that you have as a man just because you have a penis. And vice versa. You don't know what kind of issues come with a woman who, because you don't have a vagina, but you want to get one. You know what I'm saying? We don't. We don't really. I don't. I don't know if that thought, if it's thought all the way through. Right. Well, I don't. I don't believe that no one really, really is thinking these things all the way through. I believe that this is a fad, and I believe that um, somebody just want to find a reason to to argue, right? To make a difference. And when I say make a difference, I'm not talking about a difference in society. I'm talking about a difference within society. You know, um, if we had, if we got really that kind of time to talking about changing and who's stronger and who's weaker and, and all this kind of stuff, like, cut it out. You know what I mean? Like, is that is that necessary? Like, why why are we why do we need to compete? Who 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 are you trying to impress? Are you trying to impress because you have daddy issues, mommy issues? You know, you saw your mom in a role that you didn't you thought was wrong. Like, what who are you trying to right impress or compete with? Well, I guess the first thing we need to do is, you know, like you said, figure out what, you know, what reason is it do I even want to be or identify with a male? Right. You know, and then, and then if it's not about even, okay, even if it's, if it's not about necessarily competition, you know, say, you know, most... I've heard the term, or I've heard people say, you know, when I was born this way, you were born what way? You were born to have an attraction to the opposite sex or the same sex? Okay, cool. Um, I just can't understand that if you were born, I guess if you were born female, how do you suddenly say you want to identify as male? Like what, you know what I mean? Like I don't understand that concept. Is it a chemical imbalance? Could be. I don't know either. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. And I'm, and truthfully, I'm not even really going to try to figure it out. All I know is the notion of um, This whole like men and women got to compete. I'm, I'm really kind of like over that. Like, 
like you said, you don't know what it's like to be a man. You probably don't even know what about a man that you're wanting to uh, to identify with. Right, right, exactly. So I'm just trying to figure out how we got here. Right. How how did we get here? But but then okay, so if if gender roles are becoming should I say obsolete? What what does that make us? Confused as hell. <laughs> like seriously? No, seriously. Because I've, I've been a man all my life. I identify as a man, and now you're telling me that I'm not a man. I'm just saying. If I don't, I, I guess I don't know any. Okay, let's something. What is something specific that you can do that I can't do? As a because you are male and I'm a female. Uh, I can get you pregnant. Ah. Okay. So that can't be replaced. No, it can't. It can't. Now, watch this. I can't get pregnant. So that's something that you can do that I can't do. True. So if we start removing things, then I think we're, or gender-specific things, I think is is. By definition of an abomination Can we agree on that? Yeah, I'm, I'm pondering on that a little bit Because I agree Right? So I guess my my question or my concern is, you know, it am I thinking it's out of control? You see what I'm saying? I do. So we're doctors and and lawyers and courts and laws are in place to allow you the ability to dissociate yourself with, with what you are and be whatever you want to be, not mm-hmm. necessarily be president or you know doctor or what have you. It's get yeah, you can do anything, even change your gender. Look, it's it's already in my mind gone too far, you know. So there has to be lines drawn, um, because that's that's not something. 
you should be able to change. Can't change your gender. It's already decided for you. Um, you know, and, and I think it's it's we live in a very, very sad time where we allow people to think that it's okay and we call that living in your truth. Well, you know, they just want to live their truth. That's fine. But your the truth is, is you were born female or male, point blank, period. Whether you want to, I mean, you've always had the ability to go and buy male clothes, if that's what you like. Shoot, growing up, I used to prefer to wear um Men leave our jeans or boys leave our jeans because I felt more comfortable like they, the fit that I was looking for then was what I wanted, right? But it didn't, it, it didn't make me want to be a boy or it didn't make me want to, you know, go and see if I can, you know, change my vagina to a penis. It, you know, I just felt comfortable in the fit of the pants. So I guess there's no boundaries anymore. There's no, and I have to put it on parents because there's no parents saying to their children, um, well, if you are attracted to girls or if you're attracted to boys or whatever, then then that's okay. But you were physically born X. So we can buy you any kind of clothes you want. It's not going to change your your gender or what you are. You know I what agree. I mean? Like people aren't having those conversations. Hello. 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 I think we're having technical difficulties. Hello? I think we're having technical difficulties. Hello? Testing. Testing. Test. 
Testing, testing. Hello. Hello? Okay, can you hear me? Hello? Hello? I think when you start doing those things, when you, your parents start telling you that you don't need a, a, your, your counterparts, they're setting you up for failure because it's, it's almost like, one, before we even get into that part, you got you to check the motives. Because if they're just bitter and angry, that's just what they're spewing off of you. Can you agree to that? Yeah, absolutely. So we definitely got to be careful in that regard. And and two, I think that if you're not teaching your children how not only to coexist, but to cohabitate in, in a, as a family, as a family unit, you've also done them a great disjustice, injustice, excuse me. Yes, because I think first and foremost, it's on us to um, teach. Bible says train them up. Yes. Right? So if that's the case, then then when you have a child who... Um, I wouldn't say is it inquiring, but it wants to identify um, differently, then I think we got to have better conversations with our children to figure out, like, why, what's going on, you know, what, um, you know, like, what, it, what's happening in your life to where you feel like, you want to be different or be someone else. Right. Now, I was having a conversation with my son, and and I was having a conversation earlier about how um, these these kids nowadays want to be like these celebrities, these rappers or what have you. And my question to him was, if you're trying to be like him, then who's being you? (laughs) Right. He didn't have an answer for me. 
I mean, why why would he? You know what I mean? Like he he doesn't know. I mean, I'm just I'm just really trying to figure that part out though. That's, that's he he very... doesn't know, you know. So, like, who who is supposed to be him? Well, he's supposed to be him. Better yet, well, who is he trying to be? No, I can't. I can't give you that part. But I do know, mm-hmm. as a as a dad, it's kind of like a slap in the face. You know what I mean? You want to be like these four kids, who's, you know, ain't as about as fake as a a three dollar bill. I'm the one feeding you. I'm the one taking care of you. I'm the one, and you just like, oh, you just, you know, like you regular. Right. You know what I mean? Mhm. I do. So you know, I'm trying to. It, it, it kind of pissed me off a little bit. Well, I ain't gonna say like like, not like that, but it was. It was it was a bit weird. It was a bit weird. Right. I I mean I can understand that. And and do you think that part of the problem is is that, you know, they they ask to do these types of things because they simply don't understand the the role models, you know, like or you know or what they see. Um, do you think that they they look and say, oh well, such and such do that, then so can I. You know what I mean? Do you but, think that they, but they what do is that? Such and such really doing? That's the question. What is he really doing? I know what he's putting on the on on the gram, and I know what he's putting, you know, on the uh, on the video and whatever other place he's putting it. But what is he doing in in real life? Right, they don't get to see that. They only get to see what's in the video. So, you know how you get like um, they want to wear, you know, the big gold chains, or or they want to hustle because they think that such and such was a hustler, or you know they want to sell dope because such and such said that this is what they did. But again, like you said, they don't they don't see what goes on in these folks' real lives. You know, sort of behind the scenes. Right. So, so with that being said, it's like, again, you're trying to be them, and I wouldn't have bet you right now they they would rather as regular as you are. Because this probably wasn't even what they no. connection so you faded out when you said go back to the apartments or 
the rapper. He said um, he was he was he was um, doing an episode of MTV Cribs, and mm-hmm. around the time the rapper was renting cars and houses and all this for the show, putting on, and uh, he was like, you know, at his apartment. And everybody mm-hmm. was like, why you didn't do this? And he was like, because my mama knew the real, and she would have called my ass out on it. You know what I mean? Like, if you if this ain't really you, if this ain't really right. you, then who are you trying to impress? Like, why is it so big for you to try to impress me? Who the hell am I? You don't know me. Right. And that just kind of, you know, it was real. Yeah. I mean, I definitely, you know, I I agree with you right right there. Like, you you don't know me. So how do you sit up there and say, you know, how how come is it so easy for us to look on TV and see something that we're attracted to or want to be versus looking at – Real people. Is it because real people aren't appealing enough? Is it because real people aren't reaching out or um, they don't know how to connect with our youth to inspire them? What is it? Like, what are we missing in our roles as people or as parents or as aunts and uncles? What are we missing in our roles to, to make them want to look past us? Are we... Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, what are we not doing? We're not stepping up to the plate? Are we, you know? Or maybe we're just not flashy enough. Or maybe it's something along those lines. Maybe they need something that's appealing to the eye in, in order for them to, I guess, want to be like us, if you will, for lack of better words. But why not? You see what I'm saying? Like, why not? So, I mean, okay, I can understand that they look and they, you know, like like our son, he talk about Gucci this, Gucci that. You know, knowing he don't really know nothing about Gucci, but what is it that draws him to Gucci? Is it the folks that's wearing it and and it looks good on them, so he thinks that, you know, it's going to look good on you or, I mean, on himself? You know, what What's so special? You know what I mean? That's a great question. I just, I mean, I, I can't answer that. But what I what I do know is you can't go spend $500 on a belt and don't got change for 20 in your pocket. Agree to that. I, I can definitely agree to that. So, I mean, I guess, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm just, <laughs> help me out. I'm really, I'm really at a loss. 
see, here's the thing. When it comes to, again, when it comes to the gender and why we are where we are, because, like, I can kind of see, you know, in the conversation that you were having, I could kind of see what the other person was saying. You know, gender roles are becoming obsolete. Yeah, because we've gone just a little bit too crazy in, in saying that people can be and do anything they want to do, when the fact of the matter is is you can't. You shouldn't be able to go and have surgery to remove your penis. You shouldn't be able to go and have surgery to make it to make it or to make your vagina into a penis or to remove or add one. Um, I don't think that you should be able to take pills to alter your body in any kind of way because um, partially because you don't know the long-term effects, right? You know, you, you don't know what you're doing to your, what other issues you're causing in your body by taking pills that, you know, allow you to miss your period all the time or that allows you to grow hair, facial hair. You know what I mean? Like you, you just have no idea um, because not everything has been tested for, like while while the, the, the pill that you're making may cause that, that's not, the, that's not what the pill was designed or that medication was actually designed to do. You know, say for instance, we had taken our son um, to see an endocrinologist about, you know, because he felt like he was slow to grow. And she wanted to give him a medication that was for breast cancer, right, women and breast cancer. Mm-hmm. But with this medica- the, the effect that this medication had on young boys was that it increased testosterone, which especially while they were in their – in I guess in the like earlier stages of their puberty, so that they could prolong their puberty and make them end up growing another you know half an inch or an inch. Um, but the long term effect on that, you know, what she said, she said, look, she said, I don't, in ten years, I don't know what this is going to cost, you know, because the the studies aren't even done. The um, as far as the long term effects, because it hasn't been used for this purpose. Um, long enough to, for us to have that data, and especially in amongst, you know, how you have to have like a group of people to understand what the data really says. And so the expectation was, not to mention the fact it was way crazy expensive, but the expectation was, was if that we took, if if we put our son on this medication, then he would be just a little bit taller. But why risk that now? This medication was designed for women who have breast cancer because it, um, what it does is it increases the or lowers the women's estrogen, which I guess in turn slows down the the growth of cancer cells. So no, no, I think you, that. Go ahead. As a woman, um, let's say. And you're supposed to have a menstrual cycle, and you don't. Does that do anything in particular to the body? Like, I'm saying, so, like, you're supposed to have a blood flow, and you're not flowing. What does yeah. that do to the body? Um, you think about it. Now, I, I haven't. 
personally done anything to suppress my period other than, other than get pregnant. And I know what that did for my body. It, it made me hormonal as shit. Um, and just kind of, you know, like mentally a little bit out of control. But um, I would think that it does something for the body. You know, you think about the same effect as, as, as birth control, right? Birth control, when you, some birth controls, you know, um, cause you not to have a period or cause you to have periods sparingly. Um, I've seen, witnessed weight gain. I've witnessed uncontrollable acne, um, mood swings. Um, not only those things I've witnessed, you know, there's been issues with the form itself. You know, um, this is contraception, but even still, it it does alter your period in some other way. Um, so it, I would think that it would have greater long-term effects, you know, um, I don't want to assume because I'm not even in that field, but I mean, I would think that if, if contraceptives have that, those, you know, those types of effects and those, you know, it was made for that, then I would think that, you know, taking something to suppress your period, um, forever, would would be a greater health risk. Right. We're going to um, take this time to welcome Pastor to the line and uh, let him get in. Pastor, good evening. Good evening, sir. Good evening. Good evening. I'm just listening. I'm trying to figure I out. No We're trying to figure out is gender role is gender roles a thing of the past? Uh, a quick answer, a short answer is um, if it is, it's because that's what we, that's, that's, it was something we did as people, you know. In other words, uh, <clears throat> um, the way that we live and the decisions that we've made, um, you know, we made it that way, you know, uh, and I, I say, unfortunately, from where I stand, if it works for somebody else, that's great. But I know that, you know, at least my definition is, is um, you know, gender bias or whatever, whatever. There are just some things that my wife is better at than I am, and my household runs better, you know, when she steps into that role. And um, I'm a better husband, a better man, a better father. Um Whenever she's where I feel that God ordained for her to be, so you know everybody has to do it for themselves. But I know when we get out of the order of it, uh, it's a, it, it 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 disrupts everything that we do, everything that we do. So uh, if it's been reversed or been changed, it's because we did it. We did it as people trying to either get ahead or trying to. I don't know, prove a point or trying to do something, you know, something. I, you know, everybody has to define that for themselves. I know I got out of order, um, and it's taken years, you know, and we still haven't gotten back to where we need to be. But, you know, I wanted her out there in the workforce. I wanted her making a whole lot of money. You know, I, I wanted that. She had tremendous earning potential, and I think that was absolutely great. I think I still think it's great. But my family has um, 
you know, taking a licking. Because if you're going to uh, ask her um, and y'all agree that she's going to go out there in the workforce, then I can't keep impregnating her, you know, with all these babies and keep moving from house to house and keep, you know, in other words, there has to be something else that has to, um, you know, slow down so that it won't destroy her, the marriage, or the family. Very good. I and I agree, and we was kind of we kind of touched on that a little bit earlier. But we're mentioning, you know, one when you have, you know, uh, your upbringing or the elders in your house, and they're telling you based on their uh, experiences and based on their angers, and you don't need him, and and all this type of stuff to where uh, it has turned you off from from him. Uh, that's where I believe that that's part of the reason. You know, and then society come in and they're telling you that you can be whatever you want to be and who you want to be, and you buy into it because that's what you're seeing on social media. That's what they're feeding you. And in actuality, you know, all you got to do is just be who God made you to be, if you will. Well, I think a lot of people, you know, they're very, they're, they're unhappy, they're unfulfilled, and I think the reason is is that we're out of place. You know, when you're out of place, you just, I mean, it's, it's almost impossible to be happy. But when you find your place, you accept your role, you fulfill your role, then you know all is well, man. All, all is well. Um, but you have decisions to make, you know. Um, you can't live outside your means. You can't, you know, you just, you, 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 you gotta stand that, you know, if you're the, okay, if my wife is at home taking care of the children, the house, uh, me doing all these things, and I gotta, I gotta go out there and grind. I gotta go out, you know, if we want a certain lifestyle, I gotta go get it, you know, but at the same time, when she gets around the other women that are working, you know, she can't feel like she's less than, um, a woman because she's not working or, you know, because she don't have the 24-carat, you know, uh, ring, she can't feel like, what well, God, in order to get that, I got to go back to work. And we got to accept whatever it is that God has ordained for us. I believe that there are some women that um, God has ordained to be in the workforce, and um, they make the workforce a better place. God knows they do. But I also think that there's some, you know, and everybody has to define that for themselves, uh, that need to be uh, at home. Uh, My sister uh, married into a family, and um, um, the family has, if I'm not mistaken now, has 19 brothers and sisters, 19. And this lady actually went out and worked for a few years. Okay, how in the world? I mean, 19 kids, and you... She she went out and worked, but eventually she had to come home and, you know, handle business at home, you know. So that's what I'm saying, man. Your desires and your purpose and all of that, it boils down to all of that. When you find out your purpose and you have certain desires in life, then you got to figure, okay, let me, I got to make sure I feel my role. I fulfill my responsibility. And I think that's what it's about right there. It's not about the man being better or the woman being less. It's not about that at all. It's about, 
you know, am I fulfilling my responsibility? Can I fully commit myself to whatever it is I'm supposed to be? And oftentimes, you know, especially with the women, you know, they're they're unable to because they're doing dual roles, man. I mean, you know, they're 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 bread they're uh, breadwinners and um, you know household technicians and mothers and wives, you know, and all of this, man. That's that's a lot. That's a lot. And all we do is work, dream, and drink beer. Four moons, John. I think. Oh, sorry. You know, I was just saying, or moonshine. Or moonshine. Oh, my goodness. A country boy. Yeah, something else. Um, but oh, I. Yeah, well, he had mentioned something, you know, he had mentioned the word purpose, you know. So um, is it is it that as people we, we're lost, you know, as far as when it comes to our purpose and fulfilling, you know, our duties um, and therefore are unable to teach and educate our youth on their purpose, or not even even if we don't know their purpose, obviously, but how to live in their purpose. Is that what we're missing? I think you're dead on it. I really think that you you're absolutely dead on it. I mean, you know, if we don't if we don't teach them as parents, then you know, it's not the teacher's responsibility. They're supposed to teach them about you know various subjects. They're not supposed to teach them about life. That's our responsibility. But if we're not there to do that, then they're going to be somewhat crippled. You know, one of the things that I am noticing with this pandemic is, at least in my state, people are having to make a choice now. Do I go out here and continue to work, or am I going to stay home and educate my child? Because if I send my child out, you know, as bad as the pandemic is here, you know, my child may come down with something. It's very, very possible. You know, so do I do I sit here and love on my child and, and 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 you know, because, you know, they they've got classes, virtual classes, but in essence the parents are having to be the teachers. So they're having to make decisions now and they're they're being forced to spend time with their children and you know, it's like last week my my wife uh I asked my daughter, I said, uh, I said, girl, you got some smooth legs. I said, what you doing, shaving your legs? I was really joking with her. I said, oh, I bet you shade under your arms, too. She said, yeah, Dad, I did. My wife said, when did you do that? And I'm thinking, okay, she's 12 years old. I don't know at what point you start doing it, but I know my wife, my wife has not shown her how to do it. And my daughter's been doing it over a year. You know, the <laughs> Internet taught her. <laughs> oh, goodness. So my wife, yeah. <laughs> And so my wife, my wife feels like, you know, I mean, she got her head down, feeling all bad and all in her feelings and emotions and all of that. I said, well, listen, I, I don't know when you're supposed to teach her and tell her, but apparently she, you know, she wanted to look nice, so she, she went for it. And, uh, but again, my wife has been so busy teaching and so busy doing other things until it's like. Well, I know that's my daughter. I'm going to make sure she has a bath. I'm going to make sure she has clothing, uh, that she's well-mannered. But, 
as far as sitting down and teaching her how to be a young woman, she hasn't done that. So now with the pandemic, she's going to be going to have the time to do that. So I think you, you're directly on it. You know, it boils down to that purpose. It boils down to that purpose, and we've lost that. Um, we've exchanged purpose for desire. You know, mm. we've got a purpose, but our desire has gotten, you know, um, strong, and we're, we're running after that desire. And God didn't make you to have a desire. He He made you with a purpose. You know, the man has a purpose. The husband has a purpose. The wife has a purpose. The parents have a purpose. But the desire is so strong now until we spend everything going after the desire. Whenever the Bible teaches us, when it comes to that, he said, the Lord will give you the desires of your heart. In other words, he said, I'll give you that. Don't go after that because it takes too much. It takes too much of you, your mind, your time. It takes too much. It just takes absolutely too much. So um, there we go. Wow, you you said something, man. You uh, made mention of that desire. That's, boy, hey, it does seem like we have, that's our fuel, our desire. Um, and then we see, see these folk on, on the Internet and, and what have you, and whatever desire we have, there's somebody teaching you how to achieve it or whatever, not necessarily achieve it, but whatever the mm-hmm. case may be, there's somebody on there giving you a tutorial on that. Right. That's right. That's and of course, exactly me right. I'm like, we need to get rid of the Internet. Nah, hey, we need to get rid of the dog on Internet. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Yeah, well, you you a few years too late, but it's it's here to stay. <laughs> oh man. Mm. Yeah, boy, the, the internet is the devil. Yeah, yeah. I mean, shoot, you know, I I ain't gonna lie, Pastor. You know, I owe this one right there. You know, with uh, with your daughter. <laughs> Shaving his sideburns off, put a line straight through his mustache, you know. He, mm-hmm. <laughs> and we don't even, you know, we notice it. He even cut off his widow's teeth. You know, I don't think he even used the internet for that. But you're right. <laughs> they, I think that, you know, it, the desires yeah, uh, taken have taken control. And I think that as, as a world or as people, we... We don't know no better anymore. It's it's kind of like, you know, we were young as dream big and shoot for the stars, and you know, right. I think that now, you know, now it that's that's not even being encouraged. It's like, oh, well, you you don't have to dream if you, you know, there's there's no, I don't know, no motivation to do anything or to be better, you know. So when we have our three year old coming saying, you know, I'm a Mommy, don't call me a boy anymore. I'm a girl. And it's like, oh, okay. Well, let's go buy you some dresses. <laughs> you, you know, and there's no, hey, where'd you get that from? What makes you think? Because I'm going to ask those questions. And I ain't going to tell, I'm ready to tell my four-year-old. Like, we were riding in the car today, and my the the littlest one was playing some kind of game. As, 
um, on a tablet, and it's like a prince has come up on there. And um, so my four-year-old is like, you know, Mommy, Miko's playing Elsa or something like that. And he says, Miko, you shouldn't play that. That's for girls. Yep, you're right. We're taking it off when you get home. You don't need to be playing no games where you dressing up princesses <laughs> and, you know, doing all that. Mm-hmm. And and some people may disagree, which is fine. Don't care. This is This is our household. But for me and mine, you're not going to play dress mm-hmm. up on no doll babies. Or right. whether it's digital and whether, you know, you go to the store and you be like, can I have this doll? No. Keep on walking. You're a boy. Go get your truck. Go get a car. That's what you that's what that's what you do. Even, you know, and even in my old school mind, blue is for boys. So you go in that room, you ain't gonna find nothing off color. Everything in there is in blue, has some type of you know, because that's that's just in my mind and what works for me and you know, how we are raising them. Now, obviously the the world would see different and you know, I have a whole lot to say about it, but to each his own. I don't try to run nobody else's. And and you're right. People would have, you know, they would say, "No, you're wrong about that. You're you're prejudiced. You're, you're all types of things." And that's, you know, that's their opinion, and they're they're entitled to that. And like you said, they can run their household the way they want to. You know, I've had this discussion with. Uh, of the pastors, and they're saying, you know, okay, do you let your boys play with dolls? And I said, no. And uh, they said, well, do you let your girls play with, you know, trucks and balls and things of that nature? I said, if she wants to, you know. He said, well, why would you treat them any differently? I said, no, I'm not treating them. I'm preparing them for life. And, you know, <laughs> this is the way, this is the decisions I made in my house. And the way you do your house, I'm not gonna argue with you about it. But that's the way I am. I, you know, I know that, you know, once they get a certain age, okay, they're gonna make decisions. But it's my responsibility, I feel like, to put them on a on a proper path. I really believe that, you know. So, you know, um, when you start sitting my boy in a, you know, like my daughter, she's like, Daddy, I want my own room. Okay, that's a good thing. That's a good problem to have. I want you to have your own room. I don't want to share a room with my brother. I got that, and I, I, I got you. You, you need to have it. But if I don't teach her that, if I don't, if I don't, you know, support her in that, she's gonna come up, and she's not gonna know the difference. She, she just won't know. And I, I really do believe that children imitate their atmosphere. I really do believe that. And. um you know, I think we have a responsibility. So, yeah, people would say, well, blue is not gay. I didn't say blue was gay. I just said I'd prefer my boys, you know, dealing with blue instead of pink. That's just mm-hmm. me. You know, that's how I feel. So, you know, um, and everybody's going to feel different. But, again, you know, and another flip side of this thing is I come out of a family you know that they're 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 stuck to where you come up a certain way. You do this, you do that, and okay. Now you gonna tell me how to be married? Tell me what I should and shouldn't do. And your marriage has been broken up forty seven years. You you're not gonna you're not gonna you're not gonna force that on me like that. No, you go get your job. You know my sisters were told you go get a job because you know when that man leaves you, you got something. 
Well, are you planning on them leaving? Is that was that was that the whole purpose? You know, use our soul. You better learn how to cook. Because I'm gonna tell you, when the time coming and she ain't there no more, you know, at least you can cook. Okay, you you're planning on me failing. Right. Know? And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with me, you know, um learning how to cook. I'm not saying that, but I, I didn't get in it for it to fail. And that wasn't my that wasn't my purpose. So they taught me how to iron, they taught me how to do laundry, they taught and which again I, I needed that. Don't get me wrong. I really did need that. And to this day I can do it, but I'm nowhere near as efficient or effective as my wife is. Likewise, when it comes to certain things, I am just absolute better at them. I got more time to do it. I got more patience with it. I got, you know, and things of that nature. So um, we can call it gender or we can call it responsibility. You know, I don't want my wife, and quick can, you know, chime in. I don't want my wife doing a job where she's going to have hard hands and hard feet and um, my mother, God help me, I hope she ain't on here, but she's going to get mad. Uh, one of the things that hurt me um, to no end, and I don't know why I didn't pay attention to it growing up. I probably should have. But after I got married and I um, saw my wife using all these soft feminine products that smelled, you know, real good, and, you know, they would do their certain lotions and she would use spray she would use and you know she would take a bubble bath every now and then have these little bath beads in there and all of that and i remember going to my mom's house and this has only been i don't know four or five years ago and i went back in the bathroom and i said um, i said something about soap i asked for soap she said there's some behind the door on the shelf blah 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 and i went to get it it was right there where she said but there was some lotion sitting there, and when I looked at it, I'm not going to lie, it, it almost brought me to tears, and I felt so bad because I felt like she had to do what she had to do, but she was using a lotion at that time. I don't know what she uses now, and this was the name on it. It was called Corn Huskers Lotion. That, I mean, I'm not saying a woman can't use that, but it was for broken skin. It was for, I mean, it was it was, it was was a lotion that... And I've seen a lot of men use because it's it's for rough hands. And I felt so nasty, so bad, because she didn't have a man there to help her, you know. And then I grew up with her, and I wasn't much help myself. You know, and I'm like, well, I wouldn't want my wife using that. So my, and my mom was using that. So I went to Bed Bath & Beyond, and I hooked her up. Now, she probably don't use it, but I hooked her up at least. You know, and that's what I'm saying. So folks will say, well, corn huskers is not just for men. It's not, maybe it's not, but it ain't for my mama either. That ain't for right. my mama. I'm sorry. So, you know, everybody's got their own opinion on this thing. But for me, I don't want my wife to be all rough hands, rough feet, rough voice. You know, I, I want my wife to be feminine. I want her to, to have a gentle side. Now, if she gets a little rough in her attitude, I need that too. I can handle that. But I don't need her looking like me. I don't need to quick. I don't need to put my feet over the side of hers and she put her feet on there and cut me, man. I don't need that. You, you, you well, with me on that? You? No, no, <laughs> with Listen, I know, I know what I do for a living. I know what I have done and 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 an article clothing I have worn. 
Miss Quick will tell you, my feet is off limits. Uh, my son's <laughs> get close to my feet. I get mad. Hey, don't touch me. You can touch my arm. You can touch my leg. You can touch my knee, elbow, ankle. <laughs> well, you, you you try to go up my feet, boy. You, hey, hey, I might push you down. I don't play I that. <laughs> I don't play that. And listen, bro, I'm talking about like my my wheel spoon and my knees. The only thing that's the last thing that she'll feel. Nothing else. Mm-hmm. I don't play that. No, because my feet ain't, ain't ain't for that. And my, you know what I mean, like. <laughs> Everything else may be soft to touch for you, but I rub your feet. No, Jay, don't touch mine because I got man feet. Yeah, <laughs> gender specific. I got man feet. You don't want my feet to be like yours. Hell no. Oh, I had to just ask that. <laughs> hey, Pastor. Hey, hey. <laughs> she riding around, walking around here on the skateboard. Look here. No, sir. No, sir. Hey, hey. Hey, man. I've always got that. Yes, yes. No. Because when it, when it comes to the things that we do as men, right, and the things that you do as women. You are more gentle, like Pastor said. You're, you're more gentle with your touch. You're more gentle in the things you do. I'm going to hold on to the bar until I can't no more. I don't care my hand. Blister, callus, whatever. I'm going to hold on to it. You're going to hold on to it just long enough, and you're wise enough to let go. Us men ain't that smart. We go hold on to it because we're supposed to hold on to it. You know what I mean? So we're, uh-huh. our, our hands are going to be rough. Our feet going to be rough. We're going to stand up. We're going to be in steel toes. We're going to do kick over police car. Whatever we got to do, uh, we go do with these feet and hands. That's what we're going to do. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And and if you don't, then I'm I'm going to question your, your manhood, your masculinity. Period. Mm-hmm. Swing that axe. That's what lumberjacks do. You know, I just got a pedicure or a manicure. Yeah. You're, you're, you're a woman going in the, in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. That's just how I think. <laughs> he, you sounding like uh, Elvin off the Cosby's. I'm taking back. Yeah, you remember? <laughs> Elvin used to do that. That's how he used to get in trouble with Sandra all the time. Yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all know about that. I get so, but one thing you ain't gonna, ain't gonna, ain't gonna be sitting around with no holding your, your dog on hand and they, and they hard as mine. That's what I'm not gonna do. To feel like I'm, I'm grabbing on the damn tree branch. That's what I'm not gonna do. Yeah. But, I do you, but there are a lot of people that disagree with you. Um, and again, I respect them, and I respect any single mother that had to get out and you know and get it. They had to go and do what they had to do, you know. Um, 
when I was younger, my mom had to, and I was really young then, you know, we had a, a wooden heater. And, uh, you know, she would bring in some wood, and I would, you know, I could only carry a couple of pieces, but she would have, I don't know, four or five, whatever, whatever, pulling it in because she was too proud to ask, you know, her brothers or too proud to ask anybody for help. So she was just, she would do that, and it would wear her hands out, you know. Uh, and that that was, you know, growing up, I, it didn't bother me because I was just young. But, you know, looking back on it, it's like, dang, man, um, I'll not have been like that. It wasn't supposed to be like that. But she did what she had to do, you know, to bring to bring us up. She she had to she had to do it. We had a pump, we had a well that you know had a pump out there, and every now and then the um, water would stop flowing, and so she had to go out there and prime what they call priming the pump. And she would have priming you know a few tools, and she had to yeah. She had to go out there and, and do some things. She grabbed the handle and just going up and down, up and down. And do you know by the time I got, I'm going to say 10, 10, maybe 12, somewhere around there. I wasn't a teenager. I know that. I know she would tell me, she said, uh, grab this, and she would show me what to do because literally at probably 12 years old, I was just as strong as she was. So what I'm saying is God made us different, man. He just made us different. That's just all there is. You know, that's just all there is to it. You know, that's just, I mean, I grew up, uh, we didn't have, my mom at least didn't, didn't have uh, indoor plumbing until I was like 16, 17. So we had an outhouse. We had uh, in the nighttime, y'all, neither one of y'all probably know nothing about this. We had a pot, you know, y'all say you had a, a, a pot to piss in. Yeah, I really had a pot to piss in, you know. At night, you know, and so uh, when I was really young, my mom used to have to go out there and empty that joint. So as I got older, I was able to do it. Now, that didn't make it good on me, but at least she didn't have to do it, you know. And, and you know, I finally got to the point to where I said, if I ever get a job, I'm going to get some air in her house because she didn't have air conditioning. We had sticks to, you know, prop the windows up and get a cross breeze. And I remember getting my first hundred dollars, and I gave her that money, and uh, and she cried, and I thought she was crying because, you know, I was just this great son and all that. Now I know that it was just it just hurt her that she couldn't, you know, she couldn't do it. But you know, she got the air conditioner, and um, you know, the house was a, it was a window air conditioner, basically it was a window fan. <laughs> But uh, it got the house a little cooler. So I watched her grow up, and she had to be, I'm not going to say the man, but she had to take on a response. She had to take on a dual responsibility. She didn't have a choice. She didn't have a choice. Now, she could have dropped her pride and gotten some help, but for the most part, that's what she had to do. And then she had to go out and work, you know, and all of that. But she wanted to make sure I stayed in school and wanted to make sure all these other things were done. So there are a lot of women out there that has to hold it down. They don't have no choice, you know. But in reality, man, God never meant for one person to do everything. That's why he made a woman to begin with. The man was out there grinding. He was out there doing what he did. And God said, not the man. God said, it's not good for man to be alone. I'm going to make him a help me. I'm going to make him somebody that can help him meet all the responsibilities that he has, you know. And um, 
So some kind of way we got out of that. The woman decided, or the man told the woman, they discussed it, whatever, decided, I'm going to go out there. If you out there working, told the husband, you out there working, you making, I don't know, $500 a week. Guess what? If I go out there and work, that's, that's you know, $800 a week. Now we can get more as opposed to him out there making the 500 coming home to a hot meal, a clean house, a clean woman, well-educated, well-managed children that are making a difference in the community, and she's starting her own business from home. That's the kind of woman I wanted. <laughs> you know, my wife, like, look, I want to go out here and grind so we can get some more stuff. Come on now, stuff keeps us separated sometimes. So, again, I'm not downing what anyone else does. If you like for your lady to be out there working, I think that's great. You know, mine is out there working right now, and I hate every minute of it. But because she was out there working, we accumulated a few things, and now in order to maintain them, she has to continue to work. So what's happening? My marriage is not as strong as it uh, could be. My children... They're well-behaved. They're good kids, but they're not as far along as they should be. My daughter is a couple of years behind her maturity level, and let's just be real about it. It affects the sex life, too. She ain't got time for you to be rubbing your old stinky feet up against her after she done put in a 14-hour day and come home cooking for your stinky self. You might as well go and turn over. <laughs> hey, is that plain enough for you, Quick? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Back, back. <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's it. That's why they said marriage ain't for the faint. That's it. You got that right. You got yeah, that marriage right. ain't for weak folks. Man, I'm gonna tell you. Yeah. yeah, I hear you. I done counted. I done counted every vertebrae, many a night. I can count them with my back now. Yeah, that's the third one. That's the fourth like, one. Feel like yeah. Braille. I know but, you got moles and, and pimples. Up. <laughs> but it, but but I did it. I allowed it to happen. I created a monster. You know, I, I did because I look. She, I can make money. She can make money, and that's more money. And uh, you know, what about the purpose? I will get that done. And then the weekend, she got so tired of the house being nasty. And then I'm fussing, you know, well, you know why is it nasty? Let's get it together. What's, I mean, come on now. And she's looking like I was out as long as you were. Like, well, who's going to clean the house now? You know? Yeah. Uh, so it, it, it costs, man. Uh-huh. It really does cost. I think that, you know, I mean, I'm not trying to get off topic, but it, it goes within that. Like that that right there, what you said is um, seems like it's it's the cause of, you know, most marriages starting to fail is because they, they're spending more time yes. apart, whether they're yes. building businesses or, you know, trying to build businesses or, you know, working yes. out of the household. Um you know, all of that stuff begins to, like, come between you. Yes, yes. And, you and then they don't know how to get it back. It's almost impossible. She's having um, meetings with Bubba. She's having lunch with Bubba. Uh, you know, they go on school trips with Bubba. She's spending more time with Bubba than me. 
you know, and then when she gets home with me, she's tired. And all she can talk about is, let me tell you what Bubba said today. Now, I'm here, I am mad, jealous, and, you know, trying to look like Bubba. And all, you know, but I did it. I did it. I ruined my marriage because I, I, I took her out of her purpose. I mm. took her away from her purpose. I took her away. And, you know, that's, that's a lot of marriages are suffering because of that. They don't hate each other. They still love each other. But the underlying cause of it is you're not in your purpose. You're not in your right. If, 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 quit, if quit goes to fix something in the house and he uses a, 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 a chair instead of a ladder, at some point he's going to break his neck because that's not what it was meant for. You can't use a you can't use a, a a knife as a can opener forever. At some point, you're gonna cut your hand. You know we got to make sure that certain products are used for certain things, and it's the same way in marriage. You know there's just certain things that you know the wife wasn't equipped to do, or the man wasn't equipped to do. And you know even though I'm a pastor and I'm home a lot now, especially with the pandemic, and she's out and about. Man, the meal, my meal game is suffering, brother. And my cleanup game, like she said, she said, you know, every pair of panties I got is pink. Well, <laughs> you know, she didn't buy them pink, but, you know, by the time I got finished with them, you know, because my mama grew up, she was using bleach. You <laughs> you get bleach everything, but, hey. Bleach everything. You know, it's you, you live and learn, man. <laughs> you live and learn. So, what we got outside of that purpose. And women, you know, this is not a knock. And but quick, I want to hear what you got to say about this. Um, as a man, I want to take care of my wife and kids. I want to be the provider. I, that's what I want. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with her earning it. But my wife is like, okay, I don't mind you protecting me, but I don't want you to provide for me. I want us to provide. And I'm like, no, I want to provide. That's one of my biggest issues and has been for years. I want to be the provider. I, I just feel like as a man, man, I, I got to bring it. And, again, ain't nothing, man, I appreciate her money coming in. Couldn't make it without it. But just there's something inside of me. When I can't provide, I feel like less than a man. And she's like, well, I want you to protect me, but – let me help you provide. And I'm like, no, man, I don't. So how you feel, Quick? Am I am I off base on that one? Well, one, I need to know when you say provide, provide well, are you talking monetary or are you talking, like, what do we provide? Totally. I'm, I'm talking about financial. I'm talking about um, just overall security. I don't want Everything. my wife worried. I don't want my wife worried about. How are we going to make it? I don't want my wife worried about, you know, can we afford this? I don't want my wife wondering uh, about anything. I don't want to have a, I don't want her to have a dream that, you know, we can't go after. I don't want that. I want to be able to be there and say, if you see it, then you know what, I, I'm going I'm to do everything in my power to make that thing happen. And my wife's like, no, I don't, I don't want you to do that. You protect me, but I want to. I want to be, you know, one of the providers. And I and I've always struggled with that. To this day, I still struggle with. There's just something inside of me. I want to be the provider, not the controller. Now I don't want to do that. 
but I want her to concentrate on her. If I'm stressed out and she's stressed out, the house is no good. But if I come in and I'm stressed out and she's in peace and she's at her best, come on, man, my stress level starts to decrease quickly. You know, but she's yeah. out in the world just like I am. She's out there grinding just like I am. So we come in and, and all we're talking about is what we're dealing with. We never talk about each other or even to each other. We we don't do that. We don't do that. So um so you know, we you ask me where you gonna be. I I the way I think I don't think this is fair for you to ask me because no, nah, I don't think you're off base at all. You dig? And I'm I have a, a real old school mentality when it comes to that. You know what I mean? Like my I was I I had a client one time man, and he was like you know, he asked me, you know, about the living situation and I'm sitting here like, you know, I'm I'm answering the questions accurately and and he was like, Oh, okay, so so you're not the king. Because you don't provide, they provide the castle. And like they said, what? You can pay the bills, but they're not your bills. Mm-hmm. So essentially, like the money that you're making is like, um, I guess you you still taking care, of, but you're not like you still need leaning on her, if you will. Yes, and he's yes. like that it, as a as a king, you know. Yes. Um, it's, um, if she want to work, that's cool, but that, that's if she don't want to work, the lifestyle shouldn't shouldn't take a hit. I'm saying, and like, that's that's that. Yeah, man. you you at least understand what I'm saying. And again, I am not saying that she doesn't have earning potential. Um. I'm not saying she don't need to get outside the house or whatever, but I do know that in the summer when she is at home, uh, like the grocery bill itself is reduced because, you know, old girl go in there and get all the sales papers and do her thing. And, you know, it's amazing at how much better the house is whenever she's home during the summer. And then, those other ten months, it's like all oh, hell breaks loose, and I don't know, man. Like I said, we sound like cavemen, like beat them in the head and drag them around, and that's not what I'm saying, man. I think I think she's a queen. I think she's a queen, and I ain't ever seen the Queen of England working. I see her wearing hats, <laughs> you know, but I ain't seen her working. And I'm not against my wife working. I needed to work, but. I want her to be a queen. Now, if she's, you know, if she's gonna work, I want her to have her own business. Working, I want her to control her own time. I don't want her, you know, to belong to somebody. I guess that's part of it. I feel like she belongs to me, and she belongs to somebody else for ten hours a day. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have access to ten hours a day, and I and I don't like to share my wife, man. Let me just be real with y'all. I don't like that, man. Wow. I can't stand that. So y'all got a confession out of me tonight. That's what it is. No, I, I, <laughs> and, and, and you know, it's funny. I, 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 I lightweight understand that and agree with that. 
you 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 dig what I mean? Um, uh, it's I I truly understand that concept and that idea. Um, mm-hmm. I just know that I have been been blessed, and you know, uh, sometimes wife would get frustrated and be like, you know what, I'll just quit, and and. I don't want to hear that. No, you're not. And and it be sounding good in her in her rants, and but I do understand what you're saying, and, and I know that um, her position. Um, now the your missus, I I don't know her position. I respect um, what she's saying, but you know, the way we think, it's like you kind of taking them from me, like. As a man, let me let me handle that, and I, I don't. And truthfully, I don't even think I gave Miss Quick like that option. Like, <laughs> as you know, as a man, like you know, you uh, you do this, or I'm gonna do that. Nah, this is what I do. I'll make sure you have, and I make sure you provide it for, make sure you take care of, and I get you everything you need, and have the stuff you want. And if you want the moon, you know, I. I'll die trying, but I'll make you happy. You know what I mean? Comfortable. You dig? Like, that's that's all I got. So to take that from me, oh, like, what am I supposed to do now? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's exactly the way it is. Cause, you know, my wife can go to work, and uh, she get there, and she's like, you know, sometimes, you know, the you can call it the uh, the the principal all day, you know, headmaster, whatever they call it. But when she calls, I hear another man. Can you come in a little early? I, I can't wait till you get here. Oh, I really need you today. I just don't hear work, man. I'm like, do, do you? <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> Monica, it's just, it's just, it's just, you just don't know what that does. I mean, if she calls, she's going to say, well, uh, Mr. Simpson asked me to stay a couple hours late today. Yo, you gonna be okay at home? And I'm like, dang, Mr. Simpson had her for 12 hours a day, and I got her for two. I ain't feeling that. I ain't feeling that at all, you know. So, <laughs> you know, that's a silly way to look at this thing, but that's that's how I feel. So, is it jealousy? Is it? I don't know if you want to call it jealousy. I want to. I don't know what you want to call it, but that's. That's how I feel. I don't want to share her. Listen, as a black man, I feel like we've had to share everything, share crop. We've had to share everything our entire lives, and I don't want to share my woman. I don't want to share my queen. That's mine now. That's mine. No, you, I'm not sharing nothing else. I'll share my food with you. I'll share my car, but I'm not sharing my, my But That's mine. That's the one thing that I have. That belongs to me, and now I got to give, and, and not just give you a portion of it, but you're going to get more of it than I do. Come on, man. Mm. By the time I get her, she ain't even my wife. He got, listen, he getting the best of her. He getting the best eight to ten hours a day. And mm. I'm getting us the side booty, you know. That, that, mm. That's not, I don't know, man. Like I said, it, it's, it's, and listen, yeah, let me confess to y'all also. I've just never told her. I've just always told her I don't. I don't like you working. I don't. And you know, sometimes I say I'm sorry that you're working. 
you know, and she's like, nah, you got to feel like that. Look, whatever's best for our house, I'm, I'm going to do it. And I hear her, but, man, I've never told her this because that sounds like sheer um, jealousy, anger, hatred. And here I am just liking a man that, be honest with you, he ain't never done anything wrong to me. He treats me nice. He does. But you know, in the back of my mind, I'm looking like, like you're looking at me saying, we both had her. You had her your way. I had her mine, man, like color purple. Oh, Lord. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I, I can hear what you're saying, and I definitely understand. You know, like even me and my husband had a conversation, you know, um, not exact, but similar to that. And we don't, as women, like, we don't see things the same way. So she sees it as she sees Bubba as her boss. She don't look at him okay. as a man. She don't look at him as, and there's no attraction. There's no, you know, it's it's her boss. It's It's like it's her duty to, you know, I got to go here and do this job and I have to abide by, you know, what my boss said, says to do so that she is helping relieve, you know, the financial responsibility for you. So yeah. it may sound crazy, but, but she's doing it for you. She not, it's, when she look at that phone and she sees Bubba calling, it's not like she wants to answer the call, but if she doesn't answer the call, then guess what she's doing? She's inadvertently putting more stress on you with the possibility of her being, you know, reprimanded for not, you know, being able to work the full 10 hours a day or what have you. So she don't look at him and see a man. But see, this is this is the odd part. I hear you. Mm. And I, I, I'm, I'm glad you said that. But this is, this is my thing also. You know, when she's there with Bubba, if he says come in early, she coming in early. If he says stay late, she's staying late. She may. But if you say come home early, with Bubba, she'll, she she'll never she'll never bounce, she'll never argue with him. She's gonna do what he says. But when she come in here with me, oh my gosh, <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh well, wait a minute now. You and Bubba can talk things out, but you and I, we can't even see eye to eye. I mean, he don't give you an option, and and and. You know, you see what I'm saying? I, you said she sees mm-hmm. a, a, a supervisor. I see a man. Yeah, a man. and that's the difference in, you know, how we look at things. Because, you know, I didn't know that my, my husband was, again, having the same conversation. <laughs> and, you know, and, you know, husband, can I just be a little candid? Yep. So, you know, for you know, how long we've been together for years. And so, you know, when he comes home, he's telling me about this client, that client and the other, and then sometimes he'll say a name and you know, and it'll be repetitive and I'll be like, Who? He's like, You don't remember nobody. No, I don't. 'Cause I don't like sometimes I just I just forget. And so I I had made it a point to where I started, you know, paying attention to names and stuff. So I would bring up, you know, so-and-so and so-and-so. Now, for me, I think that I'm doing him, you know, like showing more interest in him by, you know, regurgitating the names or repeating the names that, you know, that I know frequent the shop or what have you. And then, you know, he said, 
you know, it's, it's not that way to him. You know what I mean? So it's like in his mind when I bring up the name, I'm bringing up, you know, another another dude. Right. And I'm like, well, like, no, I don't give a shit about that. You know, like I'm I'm talking to you, you know, like, yeah. but I'm, I'm remembering the names because I'm showing, I'm thinking I'm showing interest in what you have discussed with me. But, but from you know, his perspective. Brought, like I'm telling you, I'm sorry to cut you off. What I, but my position is, my point is, was this. If you showing interest in me, you don't need to bring up nobody else's name. Mm-hmm. So that was his perspective. Because, you know, because bringing up names is showing, you know, specific interest. You know what I mean? And I didn't know that. Like, I wasn't, I wasn't aware of that. You see what I'm saying? So when we, you know, again, like when we have those situations, like she's not, you know, you have to, you, get, you have to tell her because she doesn't know. And, and had he not told me, like, I wouldn't have thought, you know, anything of it. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, I don't, I don't look at it that way, you know. So she has to, you have to be able, if you let her know, look, this is the way I see it, then, you know, she may think it's kind of a little bit attractive that you, you know, got a little bit, I mean, I hate to call it jealousy, but, you know, a little overprotective. You know, she may, you know, get off, you know, go in tomorrow, do a half a day, come back and be like, Surprise! Right. <laughs> but, you know, no, no, you don't no, know. No, 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 no. Let's keep it a hundred. Let's keep it a hundred. If if, if Bubba tell call her in two hours early, she go. You say stay two hours right. late, she stay. But if you call and say I yep. need you to come home early, she got to check with Bubba. She say no, I can't do it. Keep it a hundred. Oh, you dig? Oh. So now that's what that's what the problem rises in that because one, I don't give a shit about Bubba. I'm your husband. Right. So just like my <laughs> wife is on the phone. My wife is on the phone. Everybody else. Don't mention another nigga name to me at all. Mm-hmm. Don't mention no no apprentice or what have you at all. Because if that's the case, that means you showing me specific interest in that. And if that's the case, then that's where you need to go. Mm-hmm. Period. Because, mm-hmm. one, you carry my last name. And if, so if your paycheck... It's more valuable than that. Then let me go on the dip. And you can have bubble. You can have your position. You can have the uh, apprentice or help or anybody else you want to name. Mm-hmm. Isn't that simple with me? Pastor, I don't think you want to take that advice. I, I see your point. I, I, I don't think you want to take that advice. I'm going to tell you this. <laughs> I don't think you want to yeah. test that theory. Well, I mean, I don't know. I'm just saying. You, I'm just trying to, you know. Again, I'm giving from from. I can only give my perspective, you know. And and as as a woman, you know, like, don't get me wrong, you know. I, I mean, I understand the dilemma as far as what she feels like. Um, or what she thinks she has to do to to help out at home. I do understand that dilemma um, to to help relieve whatever financial or you know obligation or what have you to to help around the house. I understand that, um, but I also know that if you don't 
tell us, then we don't know. It's it's like, um, I don't know, if, if we don't tell, you know, like, like my husband knows that there's a particular area on the counter that, you know, I work on all the time. And if there's cups there, then I throw them in the sink, you know. So, But if I don't say to him, well, look, if, if there are cups on here, this is my working space. I just I put them in the sink. I assume they're dirty or not going to be used again. Um, so now he's gotten to where he set them off to the side or something. So if had I not said anything, he would not have known, you know, to, to make a change. So if you bring it to her attention... I'm just saying, you know, the possibilities, like, it can't get no worse. You know, it can only get, <laughs> you know, so it can only get better because we're able we're able to make a conscious effort to change. You know what I'm saying? Or to say no, you know? So um, it's like. But why, y'all, why can't y'all make a conscious effort to say no to us, but not to anybody else? No, I'm saying to, if if you don't tell us that there's an understand, issue, we can we can make saying, a, But understand, I understand my question, and that's what I'm asking. Why can't y'all make a conscious effort to say no to us, but not to anybody else? Why don't you say no? Nah, I'm not coming in two hours early. That's my family time, or I'm not staying two hours late because I'm gonna get home to my family. My point is, is that maybe she don't think that there is an issue with it. I just asked because you a I question. It. it. I'm saying I'm I'm speaking very generally. I understand Why what you're saying. It, okay, that's twice. I'm I'm asking like you. You're not answering it. You're. I did answer it. I just. I'm sorry. How so? I'm like. You you keep talking about uh, a conscious effort. I'm saying to you, a simple question: If somebody asks you to come in early or stay or, or stay late, why can't you say no? That's my family time. What and my answer was because she don't see that there's an issue there. Because I have not let her know. In other words, if she knew how I really felt, maybe she, I, I would like to think she would make an adjustment, but I don't know because I haven't told her that. And what you're saying exactly. is, okay, after you do your your regular job, your eight hours, let's just say, okay, anything beyond that that they're asking you to do, you never question them about it. But if I ask you, can you not just tell them, look, this, this, is, this is family time. I can't give you more than this eight right here. That's what you're saying. I'm saying that. Or I bet you if you call and be like, you know, can you come home? No, I'm 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 at I'm at work. You know what I mean? Like the 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 balance is off. I I mean me my one of my things is and, and Miss Quick will tell you about priorities. You know what I mean? If mm-hmm. if I'm your husband I should be that priority. If money the priority well, then obviously we got some other issues, but I should be that priority. If anything else or anybody else come before me, then I need to back off because that's that was the commitment, right? When we got married, that was right? The right? It okay, is. So, then, so, but so, wouldn't you go ahead? Go ahead. Well, I, I guess no, I was going to ask, wouldn't when when that conversation or you know that scenario is. 
or happens, you know, wouldn't you take issue with that and say something? Versus, well, say something. I'm, I'm well see, that's something. what I'm saying. So, so, well, that's what I'm saying. See, so if you if you take issue with it and you don't say anything, then then she don't know that to do anything different. You see what I mean? So, see, like, like you, and then you have to understand that. Well, you don't have to understand, but grow as black women. One, oh, like, like he said earlier, oh, what we are, no, what <laughs> we are, what's instilled in us is being self-sufficient and independent. You, you know what I'm saying? Yourself, so when you're with your husband, there's no independence. That's not explained to us growing up. But you're right. That is now. not so, explained. That is yeah. not taught. Okay, being independent is not taught as you being by yourself. Being independent is taught in the same sense as self-sufficient, you being able to go out and handle your own. It's not taught to us that being independent is, you know, you, you being single, you ain't going to have no husband. So the notion is, as women, as we grow up and, and you know, we, we have husbands, like nobody's talking or, you know, like nobody taught us that independence is no longer. Now you are dependent upon this man, your husband, point blank, period. Like that's a lesson that we don't learn until <laughs> we get into the marriage and, you know, you go through trials and stuff, and you, it's basically like a minefield. We're learning still. So that's not, you know, we, and we've had the conversation before. We're not groomed to that effect. So when, when we have challenges such as, you know, working or working early or going to work late or, you know, sacrificing our home life, then we think it's okay because, we helping our husband. Like, we, we got a goal to meet. So I'm going to help get this goal met. Not knowing or not understanding to the full effect, the detriment is putting on our home life. But remember this. When you, sacrifice, when you sacrifice something, when you sacrifice something, you're taking the life of something. So if you sacrifice yeah. your home life, you're taking the life from your home life. Mm-hmm. So, I understand that. Okay. I agree. I mean, I'm I'm not saying I disagree with anything you're saying. All I'm saying is, you know, when, you know, the conversations have to be had so that so that we know. Now, you have the conversation and, and there's no improvement or there's still, you know, just what well, I got to do, what I got to do, then obviously, you know, you go to step two, whatever that may be, you know. But, again, first and foremost, um, you got to bring it to the forefront. You know, because our our minds, we've already established that, that, that the minds of women and men are not alike, um, regardless of what, you know, <laughs> regardless of what you identify as, you know, you can only think like a woman if that's what you are. I can't think like a man, you know, and I can't, it's it's nearly impossible for me to see things the way you do unless you've shown that to me or unless you've revealed it to me and then it's like oh okay yeah now I see what you're saying 
um, and then we, we get on the same page. Pastor, what you what you think? Man, listen, um, <clears throat> I, I I fully understand everything that you you said. We we're in total agreement on it. But I understand what Miss Click is saying because again, um, she said something earlier. Like, okay, for instance, in this case with my wife, at least she don't. She, she she sees her boss. She sees that she's helping the house household. Bottom line, you know, um, but she don't see the man as a threat or as competition or uh, someone that she's choosing over me because I haven't told her. Now, once I once I make it known, you know, uh, and, and 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 again, one of the reasons that I haven't made it known is because. I mean, on the surface, for me personally, it sounds like sheer jealousy, and and I don't. It's really not that. I I, I mean, it's really not that. This guy's, I don't know, seventy three, seventy four years old. You know, great grandfather. He he's not. That's not across his mind. I wouldn't wouldn't think it's not that. It's just I'm selfish when it comes to, and maybe it's part just anger on my part that I can't give her what. I want her to have, or I can't have her the way I want her. So, mm-hmm. but if I did call and, you know, said, hey, look, I need you here, I would like to think that she would just, you know, let him know, hey, look, I, I'm sorry, I've got to go now. I don't I don't have an option. I've got to go, you know, or whatever. But, you know, because of my love for her and my understanding, I, I try not to ever put her in that um, predicament, you know, but. You know, it's man. Listen, all this stuff needs to be explained up front. Needs to be discussed up front because I know my wife wasn't brought up like this. I know for a fact she wasn't brought up like this, and um, neither was I. You know, I grew up with a group of men that just they were just men. (laughs) You know, you get off, you get your beer, you do your thing. You know, you you love your wife. Don't get me wrong, but you know, you're not rules or you know, it, it is what it is. So uh, it's a different breed now, I guess, man. So I understand what you're saying, though. I understand fully what you're saying. It's it's now you and I, I like to call it, we have that king mentality now. And because of that king mentality, it makes you somewhat selfish, protective, um, and and it makes us say things like, you know, what, what I just revealed. So I understand what you're saying. I, I fully understand uh, what you're saying. The question is, you know, how am I going to make it better if I don't talk to the woman, if I don't let her know about this? Because like Ms. Quick said, it could work the way she feels like, wow, that's, that was jealous spot is cute right there. I, you know, I didn't know you felt like that about me or whatever. Or it could cause anger to say, you know what, all these bills out here don't, don't bother. I don't know. I really don't know what the response was going to be. I really don't. I really don't know. I'm I'm kind of anxious to find out. But so let me I, get this right. Let me yeah. let me get this right, Miss Quick. Clarify this because my brother just said something that 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 kind of brought this thought up. So 
the jeal- bringing out the jealous is like, oh, that's kind of cute. I didn't know you felt that way. Then why the hell we got married? Because remember now, <laughs> re- 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 remember, in, in these things may not always go the way that you may, may picture. You can't, when somebody is jealous, you don't know how that's going to play out. It may go, it may lead off to, you know, now you got my brother sitting off in the bushes. You don't know how it may play out. But when you when you start talking, I, I don't know, I don't, I, I don't see that. Like, help me understand that. I think it's, it's more of a, how do I put this? Like, I don't want to say like ownership, but but more of like a confirmation of you like stating you you know what I'm saying like stating your interest or like reaffirming you know that hey you know or you know what I don't I don't even know how to explain it but it's more like you taking possession, you know, like taking authority over your. Does that make sense? You, do you understand what I'm trying to say? No, I'm just trying to. Really I know I ain't saying much or nothing, but, but then I want to want to spin it around. Like, if it's we, more if, of if, you, if we play the same game, would would y'all be jealous or would y'all be flipping on something else? Well, it's or, not. It's, it's, it's not or, a game. See, here's the thing, though. It's not a game. No, for it's she's not. We don't see that. Like so, again, we, we she's in a situation and working for her. It's just a it's a job. It's a job that her household needs. So she's out fulfilling a need of her household. So that's all she sees. So it's it's like when you have the conversation and you say. Well, this is what I see. It's it's kind of a turn on, right? Because okay, so you're paying attention, you know, and like now you you're basically marking remarking your territory, I guess. I don't know. So do you, you know, really but do you see it as do you see it as do you see it as okay, if I if I presented this to you and say, Hey, look, this is how I feel about this thing. Would you see it as a weakness? Would you see it as jealousy? Or would you see it as, you know what, he really does love me? Uh, uh, you know, yeah. how would you see that? I okay. see it as a reaffirmation of our love. Like, you know, because the last that. thing that we want is for you not to be paying attention to us at all, right? So, yeah. you, know, you, you know, you're not really asking me about my day, and you're not asking me about my day because you don't want to hear about Bubba. Or you don't want to hear, you know, the conversation that I've had to have with my boss. You know what I'm saying? So I'm thinking you're not taking interest, but you're thinking, like, I don't want to ask you about that other, you know, N-word. So there's a disconnect. So when you say, look, I don't ask you about your day because I don't want you to talk about, you know, other dudes. Oh, but I don't talk about other dudes. Yeah, well, you may not see it, but, and you lay it out, it's like, oh, well, I've never, I didn't know, you know. So it's kind of like, oh, so you do pay attention to me, you know, enough to know that 
that you you see what I'm saying enough to know that you don't want me talking to or you know spending ten hours a day. You want me to do my regular eight hours a day. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, you know, you just reaffirming your interest Mm -hmm. and your um, attraction. And, like, you basically restating that, look, you're mine now. So you're going to have to, you know, I mean, not quit that job, but you're going to give them the eight. If they got a problem with that, then we we figure out something else. Like, oh, okay. Because they want, you know, and, and I think that, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but you know I don't I don't know if this goes back to biblical times, but but for me and just like it's nothing like you know like I I need that like I I want my husband to, to tell me <laughs> work eight hours and cut your computer off, you know like yeah. be done, and if they can't hang with that then. We figure it out. You know what I'm saying? Like I, because again, I was, you know, there were times where I've had three jobs or, well, I say three, but two jobs. I went to one job in the morning with the class, took classes in the daytime and then went to another job at night. So like just knowing that I myself too have been out there on the grind because I've had to get different things done because that's what we're taught to do, right, you know? So I had to take care of myself because the things that I wanted, to be able to have someone say, be like, nah, you ain't got to do all that. I mean, you work because you want to, not because you have to. And if at any point, you know, they they get on you to where you just can't deal with it, then, then you leave because I got you. Like there's nothing for me more comforting than that. To to yeah, know six years ago. Yeah, but I mean, like my job, I, I work from home. I get up in the morning and go but, go from my but, bedroom to work. The point is that that that, but it does that doesn't matter. Right, matters but my point the fact that that still that still stands. Right, but what I'm saying to you is, you asked me how is that like attractive? It, it's attractive because that's reassuring me. You see what I'm saying? It's like it's a greater level of of confidence in us, in our marriage, in our household. It's just that's that's how it can be a turn on. All right, cool. Right. I'm glad that'll turn you on. Let me give you the other side of that same coin. <laughs> Bubba, 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 you know, and and, and you and this other in the compromising situation. And I roll up. Now it's a crime scene. You dig? So what does that say for for a turn on? Because I mean, maybe the orange jumpsuit will turn you on, or well, in a typical situation, I I, I don't I don't understand. Because when you when you play games like that, you cannot control the outcome. That's one thing you. That's what I'm trying to get you to understand. You cannot control how the other person may react. I, under, so I understand you, what you're you saying. You want to intentionally make me jealous. And I come in. No. Husband, come down. It's not. It's nothing intentional. We're not talking about a cat and mouse game. It was just a simple question, as far as you asked, how could that be? And that's 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 my opinion. Like that's how it could be. Like 
Well, I'm not saying. Let me, let, me, like, let, me, let, me, let me rub on your booty to turn you on. Don't let that be what turn you on because it will not play out the way you think. Oh man. Let me just restate for let me just restate this. This this is not an actual situation for you and your wife. Okay? No. This, this is, is we we're just having we're just having a conversation and it's not a situation where it's let me go and and do this so I can make my husband jealous. It's it's not that. This is a legitimate situation where, you know, we're talking about mm-hmm. women working outside of the home and issues being issues are the net effect of that job point blank period. This is not for you and and your wife. This is not, this is not our reality. So I don't want you to get hostile or even think that like, I'm going to go and be in a compromising position just to make you jealous. No, not happening. And I don't, and and quite honestly, for the situation that we're talking about, I don't believe that that is the case either. I think it's simply a case of, you know, a woman working, trying to help provide for her family or help fill in the need for her family. Okay, now, I hear that. But you said something earlier about the communication. Yes, but further back we said about how when someone was raised a certain way, that's what it is. But now that you're an adult, you should no longer think like a child. And the things that they taught you, you were thinking like a child. Not that, not in that sense. It's not about that. It's it's about as when you don't necessarily think like a child, but you evolve, and what you don't know is that as we're not actually, even though I had a great example of husband and wife being brought up, you know, when my grandma was married to her husband until he passed and then, you know, she died or whatever, it's like although I saw that, it wasn't something that was talked about as much as it was okay, you need to, you know, you got to get a job. You know, you you got this car, you know, you need to be able to put gas in it. And more than that, it didn't, it wasn't coming from my grandma because she wasn't the one who worked. It came from my dad who wasn't in my household, right? But he was out in the world and he saw different things that make him say that I want my daughter to be able to work and take care of herself. So those were conversations that were had. Um, those are the only conversations that I received. I wasn't able, ever able, or we just didn't sit around and talk about, well, this is how you cook this. You know, this is how you do that. Well, when your husband get home, you know, you fix his plate, you have his drink, you know, no matter how tired you are. Like, we didn't have those conversations, right? The only conversations that were ingrained in me were, being able to, you know, I would say provide for myself. So when mm-hmm. being married, while I do have an example of what I've seen, so, you know, I, didn't, I don't know her recipes or anything, but I, I learned how to cook. And even still, I'm learning different recipes that suit you 
and our family, right? So I'm still learning. So these are things that I think that in, in marriage we continue to learn. It's, it's not foolproof. It's not, there's no book to it. We have to do what works for us. And so I have to cook according to how my family likes to eat, not according to how I grew up eating or the exact recipes that, you know, my grandma made. So it's like evolving. So it's not thinking like a child, but it's being able to embrace where I am now and adjust. Okay. Look, man, I got to, I got to check out. I got to go, I got to go clock in and uh, fulfill my purpose. Because <laughs> bottom line, this is what, is, you know, this is what this um, conversation is boiling down to. Because while I'm listening to y'all, I'm seeing, you know, one of the things that I'm probably most upset about is that I took her outside of her purpose, and you know. Um, then this this guy has a whole other purpose for, but now my wife feels like it's her purpose to provide for the home. She doesn't see it as I'm disrespecting my husband. I'm giving this man more than I'm giving my husband. She doesn't. She sees it strictly as a job. I guarantee you that's how she sees it. But it is more than that, and that's what's wearing her out. And I'm not man enough yet step up and say, look, I don't care what it costs us. You know what? You come home and uh, you know, let let's 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 work it. Let's work it. I'll do what I gotta do. You know, because, you know, I'm the punk for saying, Okay, this is bothering me, but number one, not talking to her about it. And then number two, not doing something about it because if I don't like it and really if it's really pissing me off, I need to step up and say, No, nah, this ain't gonna happen. And, you know, now she has a decision to make. And I feel like, you know, after all these years that she would make the right decision. I don't think she would kick against me. I think she would say, if you think you can do this, that's all well and fine. But you don't have to do it because he was getting more of my time than you. So, you know, it it still boils down to to purpose. She's outside of a purpose. That's why she's tired. That's why she's uh, stressed out. Uh, and, and, you know, because she's not in a purpose, I'm not getting what I uh, want from her, you know, what I could be getting from her, let me say it like that. And, again, that's not to minimize her her skill or ability or anything like that. I don't, I don't want to do that. But, you know, it's just a crazy thought that has been in my head for years. It really has, and tonight it, it, it flowed out. So um, I'm glad that's not you guys' uh Dilemma, and please don't let it become that. Don't ever do that. Don't, don't. I want my wife to work because she wants to, not because she has to. That's the way I want it, and uh, I, I allowed it to get, you know, some kind of way um, out of hand. So I got to figure out how to reel it back in, and uh, everything. So, but with all that said, man, I got to go clock out. I got to go. I got to clock in and, and and do my do my thing over here. Well, press out, and then we'll, you're going to do your thing. How about that? I can do it, brother. I can do it. All right. Well, Lord, we thank you so much for the discussion tonight. We thank you so much, God, for uh, the confession tonight. I didn't – it wasn't planned. It was just – it's such a free-flowing 
ministry is what I want to call it until you feel comfortable enough to say, you know what, I'm not going to hold anything back. And I think that was the original intent of the ministry when it was started, God, from the uh, 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 street to the pulpit, Lord. I think that's what it's all about, about being open, being honest, and identifying the fact that the street ain't the only place with a problem and the pulpit ain't the only place with an answer. So, God, I thank you so much that I am learning, I am growing, I'm maturing, um, and I'm not finding out something about everybody else. I'm finding out about myself. God, what I love about it is that it's just going to make me better. It's going to make me a better man. It's going to make me a better husband, father, friend, and everything else. Now, God, I believe that there was somebody else on the line tonight that have gotten away from their uh, original intent, their original purpose. We're not saying a woman shouldn't work. We're not saying that uh, you know a man has to be the provider all the time. I said that about my house. But I am saying whatever the purpose is for um, uh, this person or that person, whatever the purpose is for that husband and that wife, let them walk in it, God. They'll be much healthier, much happier, and will be more effective when it comes to um, reaching out to other people. So thank you for this subject tonight, God. Help us all to find our place. And when we find our place, God, you get the glory and we always get the benefit. Please keep your hand on uh, Miss Quick. Miss Quick, keep your hand on this ministry. And keep your hand on me also, God. Help us to continue to grow and share and learn, and uh, I know that you know, you'll be well pleased with it. Thank you so much, and keep our families safe from this coronavirus, God. Until we meet again on next week, God, keep us all in your care, cover us all in your blood. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. Y'all have a good night. Amen. amen. Good night. Thank God to do it. That concludes tonight's episode. Uh, from the streets of the pulpit, I am your host at number one, Mr. Quick, with Miss Quick and Pastor Robinson, and Dr. Twin in his absence. Um, is gender roles a thing of the past? Uh, I would say no, but society may say otherwise. But it's not about what either one of us is, it's about what God says. Once you have your assignment, that's what you live in. Love God, love each other. Wash your hands.
But I know a change gonna come. Oh, yes, it will. Then I go to my brother. And I say, brother, help me, please. But he winds up knocking me. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.